1: Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. We
2: coming to H time. Let's get to work man. Let's go. Great day. Great day. Oh, give me some juice, baby.
1: Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Wednesday to all of you. Nice to be with you. Appreciate you getting up with us. We are live from Radio Row in Las Vegas, Nevada, at the Mandalay Bay at the Convention Center. Sean Pendergast, Seth Payne with you. Day three of Radio Row here, brought to you by... Yangling Flight. They got us here. Now we're doing the best we can with what God gave us here on Radio Row and uh, taking you up to Kansas City and San Francisco Sunday, a game you can hear right here on Sports Radio 610. I'm Sean Pendergast. He is Seth Payne. A very good morning to you, my friend. Good morning,
2: and uh, happy Jose Altuve Day to you. Indeed. I don't know. What do we call it Jose Altuve Day? Yes. We'll call that officially. I, I feel like there already is an official Jose Altuve Day. Some Every mayor day. somewhere tried to glom onto him. Every day. Yeah. It's Jose Altuve day. Yeah, Jose Altuve will now become the first second baseman to have three hundred million dollars in guaranteed money. Giddy uh, up. Yeah, that's, Giddy up. so Altuve signs a five year extension. Yeah, and hundred... he'll be here through age thirty nine at least if yep. he if he continues to play.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you missed it yesterday, it came down right yep. it came down right in the middle of the afternoon show. Um, that yeah, that's the big news. We're here at Super Bowl on Radio Row, but the big news back in Houston. We just want you guys to know we're not ignoring what's going on back in Houston. Yeah. We realize the big news back in Houston is that Jose Altuve, and I'm using the words of the organization, Astro for Life, five years, $125 million in new money, contract starts next year. So yeah. this will take him through 2029. So he's an Astro for six more seasons.
2: He, he would have been a free agent after next year. And I guess people were starting to get a little bit uh, hand-wringy over this thing. Just because there's so many other free agents that the Astros have to consider. Were you? Not really, just because Tuve always has extended these things ahead of schedule. He's a client of Scott Boris, who's notorious for getting his guys big free agency deals, and yet he's, he's signed ahead of schedule the yeah. last two times he did it.
1: He's the most un-Boris-like Boris client in the history of baseball. Boris must hate it. Boris must be
2: like, Boris just keeps trying to, Boris is like that guy that keeps hitting on a woman that just keeps saying no, but eventually after like 20 years, maybe she relents and marries him.
1: What's the rate? 4% for an agent? Is that what it is? I don't know what it is in baseball. Let's call it 4%. Boris has been calculating 4% of 300 million forever. Now he's like, 125?
2: What the hell, man? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, look, we know this about Altuve. Altuve is very good at not going with the flow. He did not participate in the being better than everybody else scandal, and he does not participate and Scott Boris's shenanigans, Scott Boris is uh, the, the evil, evil, greedy, grasping for for more and taking the beloved players out of our grasp. How do
1: you view this within the context of the Astros trying to put the rest of their roster together for the next few years? Because I I was listening to the drive yesterday when this news came down, and and, and appropriately so, they went from. You know, celebrating Jose Altuve signing this deal to, yeah. okay, they're still trying to get Kyle Tucker done. They're still trying to get Alex Bregman done. Bregman's mm-hmm. probably the, Bregman is probably the one that is easiest to draw a comparison to because this is, you know, a veteran guy who you're trying to get on his second or third contract here. Um, and they have the same expiration date, if so to speak. Uh, you know, they got one year left till free agency. Altuve doesn't anymore, but Bregman still does. And Bregman's viewed as the dicier situation, I think, of these two. I don't know that I necessarily view this like, all right, well, they're spending this money on Altuve for the next five years, and that this is somehow taking money away from Bregman or Tucker or Fromber Valdez or anything like that. I almost feel like, of all players, and this includes Justin Verlander too, uh, that Jim Crane views Jose Altuve on a separate budget than all these guys. I, guess,
2: I mean, he might feel that psychologically, but yeah. at the end of the day, it all goes towards that same competitive balance task. I know, functionally. I know, does. yeah, I know, I I, I I feel like to psychoanalyze you at four o three a.m. Mm-hmm. Vegas time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that might be that might be your own uh, kind of might be a buck- me Bucketing, yeah. Because okay. well, even if Crane does feel that way, and as Crane said, Otel- Altuve is the only guy that's been around there as long as as Crane himself has been. Yeah. Who was their first signing with? Uh, oh, that was Luna. Was. Um, Anyway, um, <laughs> the, the, the first trade there, the utility infielder, that, Marwin. Uh, yeah, Marwin was yeah. the first uh, first trade. There. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, El Tuve and Crane have been there the longest, yeah. and so I do think I do think psychologically for him, it's a different it's a different expenditure. Yes, and yet at the same time it all adds up to that same competitive balance tax. So it does it does affect and, and flow over. Into yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and they're over that now with signing Hater. You know what I yeah. mean? They're over that, that threshold now with signing Josh Hayter. I was just – I'm, I'm trying to think of like – I'm trying to think of this Altuve thing, if this is a harbinger of anything or if this is something where, okay, well, we got Altuve done. We made this yeah. splurge okay. with Hayter. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, yeah. okay, is, are the Kyle Tucker and Framber Valdez talks okay. something that we're now like shutting down for the rest of the year. that's where I season. think we're
2: all in the same psychological budget. Bucket now. You, me, and Jim Crane. (laughs) Just one big, we're swimming around (laughs) in this bucket.
1: Three very prominent Houstonians. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think that this was a a sentimental purchase. Like, as much as obviously El Tube is still very, very good at baseball, notwithstanding the two stretches of injury time off he had last year mm-hmm. but he's still very very good at baseball um but to to extend him to to lock him down for the next six years on into his age 39 season yeah that's uh that that was as much emotional as it was strategic
1: this is a hometown deal make no mistake about it because when you look at the way it's structured it's five years 125 million dollars so 25 million a year That starts next year, okay? So it starts in 2025. We should make that clear. So Jose Altuve is going to be an Astro for at least six more seasons, barring something unforeseen. But it's a $15 million signing bonus, so he'll get that this year. And then $30 million a year for 2025 through 2027, takes him into his late 30s. And then $10 million a year for 2028 and 2029. I think that's where when the Astros go, Astro for life, and they label it that. I think that's where you look at the structure of the deal, and you go, okay, because clearly this thing is structured in a way where the salaries start to wind down as he gets into his late 30s. And that's why I say, Seth, that it's a hometown deal, because most deals for a player of the caliber of Altuve, teams are having to pay that late-in-the-career tax of paying the guy $30 million a year to be bad for the last few years. Yeah, Altuve yeah. has kind of sat down clearly with the Astros and Boris and said, look, we still want to be paid like a premier player for 2024 through 2027, but then we realize in 2028 and 2029, where he's a second baseman in his late 30s, that he may not be that anymore. And look, they, these things are all open to renegotiation if he's still performing at a high level, obviously. But the way this thing is structured right now, February 7th, 2024, um, this looks like a deal, it's structured like a deal where this is a player who's realizing, um, here's my arc, and about l- late in this yeah. decade here is when I'm going to start to probably diminish a little that's, bit. That's
2: a good point, too, it just in terms of, since this is partly a sentimental purchase, which we would all make, it goes it, both I, ways. I, I totally approve of yeah. it, yeah, that Altuve recognizes and understands. He's sentimental as well. That, look, I don't want to be the guy that's sitting here. Making a, making Pujols money right. while I'm not producing for the team right. to the point where people start to d- start to uh, resent me for it yeah like whatever level of resentment you could possibly have for him yep. like he doesn't want them to have for it yeah that that part of it is very team friendly he's been I mean yeah his last extension was two years before. Before he was due to hit free agency, right? And right. that was as much again. That was as much about the Astros. The the first extension, two extensions ago. That was the Astros basically saying, "Like, all right, you're worth a lot more." They than They did this. him a solid. Yeah, well, he signed yeah. one of
1: those deals early in his career that was clearly he was way outperforming. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, so this is good. This is a to do that
0: I'm very glad they checked off right
1: now before before spring training gets here. Yeah.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.
3: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Um, So, yeah, five years, buck
1: 25 for Jose Altuve. Astro for life.
2: Yeah, the, the way some of this was tweeted about, I... It, I, the first text I gave to Brandy, I, I, I said that he signed a $300 million contract, which didn't make any sense at all. And then uh, the, way, the way a couple of the tweets were worded was that he will make over the course of his career $300 million guaranteed. Will it made, Yeah. Um, yeah, there, yeah. It wasn't worded that way. That's the way it should have been worded. Yep. They basically said Jose Altuve with $300 million guaranteed. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is Crane doing? I if, thought he lost. Yeah. He if rocker. you had
1: told me that, like if that was the first report I heard about the contract, I'm like, oh, great. They've got him signed through the age of
2: 46. The <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. See, Brandy gets the stream of consciousness text from me. I, I texted her to that, and I was like, that can't be right. Let me go recheck. And, uh, <laughs> I get some of those from you from time to time. The stream of consciousness text. A little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. You survived a laundromat yesterday. I got those
2: texts. I went to a laundromat just because I had uh, – you were impressed that I, that I just brought a small carry on. I was super yeah. impressed, dude. I yeah. mean, I
1: looked like Diana Ross there wheeling up my my, my bag.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, The old owner of the Rams. Yeah, what, what, Georgia Frontier. Georgia Frontier. I was I Georgia the-
1: Frontieri going to the Super Bowl. I was like Reba McIntyre. <laughs> and I'm wheeling up this big bag, and I see Seth at the airport, and he's got something that's basically the size of a lunchbox with all his
2: clothes in it. And I'm like, that's impressive. For those you who don't remember, <laughs> there was a story about the Rams owner when they showed up at the Super Bowl. They... It took like an extra it took like an extra half hour to load up the plane because she had 30 trunks that packed was, for the yeah. week. That, that was uh, me. No, but I I usually just if I'm staying for a week I just plan on doing laundry cuz I'm going to be working out and sweating. So I'm like, all right, I'll just go do some laundry. So I thought I vetted this one out pretty well. Yeah. Uh I got a real bad vibe when I got what there. What happened? Well, I walked in and I just it was uh, there was all, it was all coins. There was no, like, kind of credit card system, okay. the little old debit school. card system. It's old school. Yeah, but I didn't have any cash on me. Yeah. So I look out at this, like, rundown, this down shopping plaza that we were in yeah and i'm like i gotta walk there might be a could there might be an atm down in that convenience store but i gotta walk past 10 different dudes leaning <laughs> up against the wall to get there i'm like I scared i'm scared i'm just cat. gonna go ahead and pay for wash and fold and, <laughs> and get the hell out of have here have you picked it up yet no i haven't okay i'm anxious but to th- get the report back this is you. the part i felt guilty about though because yeah. i was out, uh i was waiting for the uber to show up mm-hmm. and I, I i saw him coming so i went out in the parking lot And I I could see a woman kind of, like, dragging her leg behind me, and she was like, Sir! Sir, I, I'm just gonna ignore. Her. Just like Uber's up there. Uber's at a uh, traffic light. There was the longest traffic light ever in the history of traffic yeah, lights. Yeah, I've got my backpack around my, uh, you know, shoulder. Right. And I could hear her getting closer, like dragging her foot. Sir, <laughs> I'm like, I don't have any cash on me. I don't like what I. So I and finally, I'm like, I just, all right. I turned around, and she says, sir, "Sir." <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ma'am. What? Like, your, your zipper on your backpack is open. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. That was it nice of is. Her. I felt and I felt so bad that you were being uh, so you, dismissive of her. Such a jerk. And yet I didn't have anything to give her to give to her other than like I could have gone in and gotten some dirty laundry uh, or something to poor, <laughs> <laughs> poor clubfoot lady. <laughs> would not you have a clubfoot or something like that? She had a lot going on. She did. Okay. She was definitely. I mean, she was. Uh, she, okay. she was. She was asking rough shape. you to diagnose her. It wasn't just like. Yeah. It was, <laughs> she had. She had a lot going on. Okay. She hasn't slept inside in a while. Okay. And, but I still. Gotcha. But she didn't. Never, never once asked me for anything. Right. So I felt really no, bad. that didn't doing you have a, anything She's doing you a solid. I asked her if I could Venmo her some money or something, and she <laughs> nothing. No. That would have been a tell. Yeah. Yeah. My Venmo <laughs> at Clubfoot Lady. <laughs> 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 All right, Peyton and
1: Pendergast with you. We're live on Radio Row. Big thanks to yingling flight for uh, presenting us here out in out in las vegas here on radio row we are excited to be here we're with you for the rest of the week live from uh, the mandalay bay convention center also the folks at low t center big thanks to them for sending us out here and if you're watching on the youtube or the twitch stream uh bull shirts is the uh, that that's who got us these these sweet golf shirts that we have these are the best that we've ever had since i've been I'm gonna, here
2: i'm gonna test their technological limits this morning that uh Last evening's coming coming out of me in sweat already. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for Bullshirts. There's not even people in here yet. Yeah, so, man. Thank you, bull shirts. We had, hell me something a, that breathes. we had a hell of
1: a night last night. Yeah. I warned you, Seth. There would be a point where the, I, the later I stay up, the more it meets the quality of the show. Today might be that day. If not, definitely oh, tomorrow. Yeah,
2: we need to exchange uh, room numbers. This is the uh, – the, just to be sure that if I have to oh, clown down you door, come down Oh, you've got to so. come up. Yeah,
1: today was the closest we came to that. But we're yeah. here. We're here. Scoreboard, we are here. Um, so thanks to Bull Shirts. Thanks to Low T Center. Big thanks to Yingling Flight for uh, getting us here. And you can hear the big game right here on Sports Radio 610 Sunday night. Our big game coverage is brought to you by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Get yours now at solostove.com. Up next, C.J. Stroud on the Pivot Podcast. When did he feel like, yes, I am a top-tier QB in the NFL, and he's got some good stuff on his mindset going into games. Good trash-talking. Good trash-talking audio from C.J. Stroud coming up next. Okay,
3: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.